Welcome to Tech Uncorked with your hosts, me, Sarah Jane Gratton. And me, Dean Anthony Gratton. In every episode, we take a fresh look at technology. What's out there? What's new? And we break it down for you. We dispel the rumours, gossip and hype surrounding new technology and lift the lid, take a peek inside and really ask, what's going on here? We make it fun. So let's get started. A very belated Happy New Year to you guys. Happy New Year to you. And gosh, we're so sorry we've been away for so long again. Gosh, COVID struck yet again. Yep, both of us. Oh, terrible. Son absolutely terrible. Yeah, for absolutely dreadful. Sick. Oh, this was the worst it's ever been for me. Um, but the thing is that the ironic thing is we... we We've had a... Oh, I, no, I think the most helpful thing that I don't think we, we suffered as bad as other people is that um, we've had our uh, vaccination. So that's helped. But we failed to get our boosters. Mm. Damn it. The latest one. That. We should yeah. have done that. It might have made a difference. I know so many people have suffered again with this and it's ongoing. Um, but let's focus on something positive and a happy new year to you all. We no. hope you had a great Christmas we hope you've had great festivities to welcome in the new year. The, the quality might not be as good as normal because um, we're both gallivanting in the south of France. Well, as you do. And we're enjoying Montpellier at the Montpellier moment. Montpellier is beautiful. It's sunny. It's and, just and today, what we need. Uh, and today, believe it or not, I know it's, what, mid-January? And today, the peak of the temperature is 16 degrees Celsius. The sun is streaming in. Wish you could see this because the sun is streaming into where we're recording. It's warm. The doggies are loving it. They're in and out to the little garden area that we've got here. And they're absolutely loving it. So we're having a fabulous time and really a well-deserved break after a very challenging few months. But we won't go into all that just to say... Again, we wish you all a really oh, no. happy new year. Actually, I will go into something. What? I want to know who are the bastards who broke into our house to steal our electric bikes. Oh, that was so upsetting. Um, we have, Yes, we have been burgled. I've never been burgled before. It was really traumatic. I didn't realise, actually, how emotionally traumatic it, w- it would be. It's not the loss of, of the electric bikes because, actually, we hadn't even used them. The, the thieves are probably cy- either cycling now around on them or have sold them off. Um, anyway, yeah, nasty, nasty experience. Really, um, yeah, right, quite, quite traumatic. Yes, yeah, it was particularly awful. Anyway, now, coming back to some more positive news. So the end of the year, how do we end of the year? I, okay, let me tell you how we ended the year. Uh, Sarah and I completed our book. Yes, we've done it. We completed our book on <laughs> artificial intelligence. We submitted the manuscript to the uh, publisher, Rutledge, um, at the end of November. Uh, the downside to this was that, <laughs> of course, at the end of November, everybody starts to switch off. Mm, for Christmas. For Christmas. Mm. Yeah, holiday season. We don't work anymore. So uh, the book, well, I did receive an email yesterday uh, from the editorial assistant uh, uh, with several questions about the copy editing, um, the book cover, uh, the book, the, what's it called? The book cover text. The back cover text. Oh, back cover text, sorry. Oh, God, I'm just keeping up somehow. <laughs> yeah, so we, we, we've done that. And um, 
Do we reveal the name? We tell the name. Drum roll. Can the, you do a drum roll? I don't know. And oh, I'll add a drum roll. Hang on a minute. I'll add a drum oh, yeah. roll. So add drum roll here. Yeah. <laughs> Playing God, God with, with artificial, artificial intelligence. intelligence. <laughs> we didn't say that. You say it. You okay. say it. The book that we have written is called Playing God with Artificial Intelligence. Now, the emphasis here on the playing God, well, that's significant. Now, whilst the book talks about what AI is, isn't, and what it might achieve in the future... Sarah and I, in the book, play devil's advocate with what if we could create an artificial life form with intelligence. That, so the thing is, when we achieve that, it doesn't become artificial intelligence. It's, after all, it's an artificial life form with intelligence, whom we've named Xavier. Yeah. And he has a Twitter account. That's Hello Xavier, if anyone... He actually does. He yeah. actually already... He's on Twitter already. Yeah, he, he's, you, yeah he's there. He's not even developed and he's on Twitter. So, <laughs> but what we what we wanted to do... I mean, the book's very philosophical. Um, it, it's explorative. It looks into the, as Dean said, the what if of how would you put this all together. Yeah, how the hell would we do this? And it's controversial. And what we choose to do in it, I mean... The thing is, what you don't realise, what we don't realise, we have the best template of all in front of us. And that's us. That's humankind. There's a chap who I talk about in the book called Muravik and uh, his paradox and the, the desire of humankind trying to replicate uh, in technology humanness when... We have been, well, humankind has evolved over the last 100 or 200,000 years or so. Um, and that's majestic. We, we appear here. We can do all the things we can do. We can think. We can breathe. We can move effortlessly. And we try to replicate that in a, in a humanoid. And quite frankly, it's quite pathetic. And, and we are still trying to do that. And we often see many videos videos of of these um robots doing somersaults and walking and all this kind of stuff and whoop dee friggity do so what um that's the only thing they can do but it doesn't prove anything and i think there's so much more that we can do when we apply it correctly that's what i believe this year should be all about focusing on what next what next See, I often I often describe intelligence as the application of knowledge. Mm. The thing is, you you can be, uh, do you know, you, you can be the most knowledgeable person in the world. You can know you can know these facts and figures and recall events and history and well, that's that's brilliant. Well done. Or you can be Donald Trump. That's the opposite end of the spectrum. <laughs> because they do say, don't they? Before you try. Be a Trump. But, but no, before you try to develop our artificial intelligence, first solve the problem of human stupidity. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Oh, God, who said that? I can't remember. I who can't said remember that. who said that, but, I, yeah, but, but I just see a picture of Donald Trump whenever I hear that. <laughs> stupidity. Oh, okay. Anyway, anyway, we're not going into a political thing. Oh, actually, we have. 
Who cares? <laughs> Bite us. A few unsubscribers. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the uh, so the intelligence is the applicable knowledge. As I said, you know, you, you've got the you have the most robust knowledge of in the world, but that that doesn't mean anything for me. Intelligence and applying that knowledge. I mean, whatever your career path, whatever whatever that is, and actually making a difference, making a make and making a huge difference. And actually solving problems. For me, I, I've always solved problems. I mean, I, actually, Sarah and I, we, we discussed this the other day. Well, Sarah's very business-focused, and I'm more focused on technology and solving problems. I like to solve problems. Um, and well, while Sarah is very much focused on money. Don't, don't look at me like that. I'm not focused on money. Your money. I'm not focused on money. I'm focused on... I'm focused on what's coming next. I, I if you like, <laughs> you liar. Let's put it this way: I, you, you basically solve the problems, and I give the solutions wings. Give the wings, okay. Mm -hmm. Here we go. Uh, yeah, wings with little uh, pound notes on the end. Oh, well, let's hope so. That would be good. Actually, no, there's no such thing as pound notes anymore. Mm. <laughs> oh, no, there aren't. No, no. <coughs> I'm sure my the age pound now. Coins would weigh down the wings. Okay, let's so they over... fly. Okay, we don't need to overthink mm. this. It's a poor analogy, and okay, let's just stop. Okay, let's stop. Let's just stop. So um, let's let's. I have a question for you. Who put you on the spot? Is only now, me in the room. Are you talking to me? It's two thousand twenty-four, and we know that everybody's saying AI is coming out to get your oh. job. But tell me, what is one job? That for the foreseeable future, one job could never be replaced by AI. One job. Concierge. That could be replaced by AI like that. In fact, you go into some restaurants and things, a robot will come up. Think again. So the, the robot can jog on. Well, I'd say, <laughs> certainly in the foreseeable future, a politician. So oh, so this is a uh, politician. Because you get the you can't teach a robot how to lie, I think. <laughs> well, maybe you could, but I don't know. <clears throat> no. Oh, no, no, with Xavier, we, we, he probably could <laughs> because he'd be, he be developed to, to, to tell white lies. I mean, for example, if he's, if he's employed as a nanny, for example, and he has to care for children, then he has to, you know, talk about the tooth fairies, Santa and... All that All kind that, of the things. Yeah. utter nonsense. Well, on that note, just because Dean's calling Xavier him. Um, it is him. Z Z Get over we, it. We're referring to oh, Xavier oh, as him in the book, actually, but he is actually, actually gender neutral. No, no, no. Because no, we're quite woke. No, no, no. We're not woke. Well, we are woke. We're trying to be woke. No, no. We are woke because we're <laughs> you speaking. You will never be woke. You're no, woke. No, no, no. <laughs> So the thing is, the irony with Xavier, I've called him him because it's easy in the in the uh, the narrative of the book to to refer to him. The thing is to call him non-binary. The irony is, he is binary because he's a computer. But he's not, is he? There's a joke in that. Hmm. I can't hear anyone laughing because this is a podcast, and probably nobody is. So yeah, two thousand twenty-four. What are going to be the most talked about technologies of the year? I think, okay, I'll start this off. Generative AI. I yep. think that's fabulous. Yeah. Now, okay, on the plus side, 
businesses and industry using this uh, or use, using these tools to help, I don't know, to, to help them write a script for marketing, to help them do this or that, or even with Midjourney, uh, Mid for example, to create an image that ordinarily you pay an artist for thousands mm. of pounds. Okay, yeah, it robs the artist of uh, their job, but life happens, yeah? Shit happens. Oh my God, you can't say that, Dean! Shit happens. It, it is what it is. That, th these are the Luddites. This is the, or rather, the neo-Luddites. I don't think they exist anymore, but you're going to get... It, it, I think Tony Blair said, AI is equivalent to the Industrial Revolution, and uh, where people are scared of losing their jobs. And then we... we so what was created at the time was this uh, this group of people called the Luddites mm. who feared new technology. Well, I've got a job for you in generative AI, prompt engineering. People, because the AI, well, oh, what it produces is only good as the prompts that you put in. So there you are. That's what happens. This is exactly... This is, it's created this is, a new job. It's that's Exactly. So all exactly. you budding prompt engineers out there, this is going to be the year for you. So, exactly. So, the, uh, so as I was saying before I was rudely interrupted... With the Luddites, with the new technology, what came out of this uh, was, yeah, fine. The old school people who did the manual labouring work and all this kind of stuff came new technology. And then with the new technology came new opportunities. And as Sarah said, the what was it called? Prompt engineers. I think you have. A, a, I think a new job will be created. Prompt engineers. Yeah, and specifically I, for for generative AI. Yeah. and the thing is, generative AI will continue to evolve and get better and better and better. Because finding the right prompts is becoming an art form. You need you you can't you know you have to know how to ask to get what you want. You have to know how to ask. So yeah, I think that 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 is my prediction. 2024 will be the introduction of the prompt engineer. Prompt engineer. Mm. Those people who are skilled to write. Actually, the thing is, that's the great thing. This is actually generative AI is true AI because true AI is the replication of human-like cognition in a computer or a machine. And that is true. Um, I mean, go, going back in the book, I talk about uh, the history of AI, and I talk about Dr. John McCarthy in 1955. He conjectured with his colleagues, it, it was a, a two-month uh, project uh, to analyze or research how a computer or machine could replicate human-like cognition. And and uh, the, the most, I think, I think the most predominant thing at the moment. Uh, with generative AI and your IVAs, your intelligent virtual assistants, things like Google, Siri, Cortana, well, I think that's dead, and and uh, what's that, Alexa, um, you, you communicate with them, they talk back to you. This is the, nat uh, the natural language processing aspect of what he originally looked at achieving in uh, uh, in a machine and a computer, and and we and we're str still striving toward that because we know that's not perfect today. Mm, I think that's that that that's yeah, that's so true. We are still striving for for something we don't yet have, but generative AI is helping in an awful lot of ways. So we should embrace it. If you look at 
at generative AI, chat GPT in a positive way. Yeah. You can well, you use know, you've it. got Google's thingy now. Yeah, you can actually use it to really cut out the mundane, boring tasks that you've got to do. Anything from social media to replying to emails. But that's Something the whole point that of frees, AI. It's assistive. It frees up time. Yeah, assistive. And that's the problem. That's the whole thing with AI. That's what's happened. Rather, assistive technologies. You're right. It's it's just it's, it's to 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 cut out the mundaneness, the robotics on the, the factory floor, assembling cars or components or whatever it is. And the thing is, with AI or the robotics and whatnot, it gives accuracy because mm-hmm. humans sometimes can't be asked, mm-hmm. and we're tired. Yeah. Yeah. And with consumer need, the demand, we want it now. We want it now. You've got. Robots in the field harvesting crops 24 hours a day. Something that the best seasonal worker couldn't undertake because of their humanity. So I think we need to stop looking at AI as a threat and look at it as as a huge help. As an evolution to, to humankind. We talk about in the book that Xavier will become humankind's saviour. I saw an interview some time ago with um, Professor uh, Brian Cox, and he talked about human stupidity. Fundamentally, we are. We, we're all stupid. We develop these weapons of mass destruction. We, we, we got wars now going on in Yemen, for example, now today. I, I see it. And really, honestly, why are the hell? I mean, develop these great technologies to, to, to mask mm-hmm. each other from this and that, and we fire rockets mm-hmm. here and there, and we mm-hmm. destroy each other. Why? Yeah, and we're affecting, you know, the, the, the attacks on the Red Red Sea. Yeah, they're attacking I, the flow of, of produce. They're, attack, they're, they're, they're affecting the flow of medicines, you know, pharmaceuticals, things that we really need to live. It's just stamping on humanity. It's stamping on everything that we were supposed to be good at, and supposed to be intelligent at, and it just shows to me how how the animal world is far superior in so many ways. <laughs> I know, really. And, and here's the, here's the ironic thing: in the book, I talk about human stupidity and how ultimately we all destroy each other because, well, we're stupid, and as a consequence, Xavier becomes the caretaker of the world, and animals plants and so on across the world thrive in our absence we've put blood sweat and tears into this book and we hope it'll get people thinking we hope yeah. we really hope it's so controversial we really hope that people will pick up a copy and, and either be inspired dismayed or or maybe impressed ah. the latter um, actually fundamentally <laughs> actually no actually fundamentally in the book I, 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 I say to, to our readers, this is a discussion document. It's a discussion document. It's food for thought about the technology we're developing and the future of AI and how it, it might be transformed in something either ugly or wonderful for humankind. Wonderful. Yeah. And on that note, we will sign off. It's great to be back. We hope you've enjoyed these New Year rambles. We've missed you all. We've got some great guests coming up in the next few weeks and looking forward to delivering some fantastic content to you. So look out for the next episode coming soon. And again, belated. Happy Happy New Year. Year.